everyone. Welcome to No Smut Shaming. I'm Crystal. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to discuss all your favorite romance reads. And all the dirty details. This week we'll be talking about Mika Lane's book, The Captive. But first, how was your week? So I know we're recording in the future, but we recently hit 10,000 downloads. I know. That is huge. It is. Because I kept telling you, I, I just want to see that we made 10,000 downloads. And so this now, was your one goal. That was my one goal. And now I'm like, now how do we get more followers? But, <laughs> um, but now we're even close to 11,000. So yeah, that was really exciting to see that. And especially since that was in less than a year that we did that. Right. Yeah. It does feel like a big accomplishment. So I think it's kind of big. I'm proud of us. You know, for just two girls you hanging know, out reading romance trying their hand at podcasting <laughs> something they never done before <laughs> I know I know 10, so that's 000. awesome not bad all right well how was your week so my week was pretty good mm-hmm. I purchased the comfy I always want to call it the cozy <laughs> that is not what it's called it's called the comfy uh-huh and it's a shark tank find and it is the comfiest thing I've ever put on my body I made you try it on today when you got here right and it's it's thick it is thick it is like good if you live in the north you this would be like a go-to item that you should have in your closet we live in Oklahoma where it's like 100 (laughs) degrees right now so I just like it was actually 102 today and I had put it on for a little bit I don't even care it's that comfortable I, I think it. it'll be great for the winter, though. For yeah, sure. I'm excited. You know, for all that outdoorsy stuff you'll be doing. <laughs> right. My other thing this week is we started watching a new show. Uh-huh. And it's called Clarkson's Farm. Mm-hmm. The main guy, it sounds like he's a British personality. He's very funny. He owns a farm and mm-hmm. the guy who was maintaining it retired. So he decided to step in and try to run the farm for the first time it would be like if we were like we're gonna be farmers today does not know anything i still think we would be okay at it you do uh we're doing this podcast and we had no clue what we were doing and you know that you're right (laughs) you're right i think we're good at research i think we would figure it out yes and he has some advisors right who help him do these things but it's just hilarious it's Mm -hmm. almost like kind of like the great british baking show where it's relaxing and funny to watch yeah it's just hilarious watching him like herd sheep and he always says well I have a new idea like to reinvent farming oh my goodness with no prior knowledge of farming so that's been our new show lately and it's I will say this I have been hooked on watching every Medea movie really (laughs) that's a hard like I spiraled and I watched so many girl I watched every single one how many are there there's a, there's a few movies, but then there's also plays. And then I watched all the plays. <laughs> like, I straight up was just having Medea nights, like, every night. I know it seems very odd, but, yeah, that's where I no, was. I like it. I think I just like Medea because she's, like, this gun-toting grandma. <laughs> and she just, like, tells it as it is, and I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. All right, so this week we are doing The Captive by Mika Lane. Uh-huh. This has a 3.66 <laughs> on Goodreads. Right. This is the first book in the Savage Mountain Men series. There's four books total and it's our first reverse harem. It is our first reverse harem. Um, so this book was actually recommended to us last year by somebody on Instagram. And so I read it and I didn't even know reverse harem existed. I did not know this was a subgenre at all. And so when I was reading it, I was like, oh my God. It was so it was so intense for me. It was very new for both of us. So mm-hmm. last year when you read it, you had told me about it. <laughs> I was like texting you a play by play. So when we decided to read it for the podcast, because it was recommended again to us recently, mm-hmm. we were like, you know, we should we're trying to branch out a we're little trying, here. Yeah, we're trying to get we're crazy. Trying to branch out, do some new things. So this was gonna be our first step, right? right. And I think because we had discussed the book before I read it, mm-hmm. I wasn't as shocked by it. But it was my first reverse harem that I've ever read. Right. And then just reading up on reverse harem, I guess the whole thing is that she doesn't have to pick one of the guys at the end. She just ends up with all of them, like like a group relationship. Like that's the trope. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. So yeah, this is going to be our first reverse harem on and the pod. And just, you know, letting you know, we're going to keep trying new things. We're going to try new tropes. Yes. If you have a different boss you'd like us to step into we're doing it we're doing it we got us know we got a sci-fi romance in the works yes we do we're getting out there oh yeah branching out trying some new things don't be putting us in a box that's right (laughs) stepping right out (laughs) all right let's talk about all these men all right let's do it let's get into it 
So we start with Joelle. She goes by Joe. She's basically looking to disappear for a little bit. Right. She works in Vegas with her friend and they were looking to kind of get out of town, basically take mm-hmm. a break. Her friend Pippa used to camp. So her friend had some camping experience. Mm-hmm. Joe has never camped in her entire life. She nope. was very reluctant to go camping, but her friend convinced her they got all of the gear. They're ready to go. And then at the last minute, her friend got hurt and she couldn't come. Instead of being like, maybe we should reschedule. She's like, all or nothing. <laughs> all or nothing. So Joe decides to go camping alone. As a single woman. <laughs> For the first time, like, again, she's never been camping before, you guys. And I don't think Pippa actually checked her bag because she didn't really pack the right things. She packed so much, including like a hairdryer. Because, you know, all the electricity out there. I just feel like going camping by yourself as a first time camper is like a very brave, stupid thing to do. Yes. <laughs> and so she had to bring like all of her gear, right? Like a tent and cooking things. And Among other things. Like a lot of things. And she had to hike out there. It was like at least two miles mm-hmm. to hike it on out there, find the spot and then stay for a couple days was the plan. Like right. two or three days at least. I know. I just cannot picture myself camping No, it's terrifying. At night. And honestly, like she knows she shouldn't have done it. She knows like once she's out there, she's like, why did I do this? Yeah. But after a little bit, she does start to enjoy the peacefulness of it. She's on like a flat area. She's right by a little pond. She's able to, you know, bop around in there, go swimming a little bit. And she kind of gets the appeal Mm -hmm. of camping. So one morning she wakes up and after having, I think, two or three days of just a peaceful time, Mm -hmm. it had rained overnight. And so when she woke woke up, everything was just a muddy mess. She's like, this is not what I was looking for. She tries to like take some things and clean the mud off of some things. So she goes over to the pond to kind of clean up a little bit. And then she starts to hear some voices. And then she sees two men come into view and they can't see her. She can tell they're surprised to see somebody camping out here because she's kind of in the middle of nowhere. They're kind of looking through her stuff. They're kind of like, where is this person? This is abnormal for them to see somebody out here. So is it a real camping area? (laughs) It's like she's trespassing on land. (laughs) It does a little bit. And they're kind of like, when they see that everything is covered in mud, so they're Mm. kind of like, does this person need help? They start to like talk out loud to each other. Like, should we wait to see if they come back and if they need help with anything? And she's like, well, if we're not going to leave, I can't just stand here in the bushes watching them. So she like comes out. She's like, oh, hey there. Like she just (laughs) wasn't overhearing them the whole time. And they're like, oh, hey, like glad to see you. We don't see many people camping around here and they're Mm -hmm. like well we actually don't see anybody camping around here ever so so my question's valid (laughs) right is this a campsite is this a campsite (laughs) and she is keeping her guard up because these are two strange men in her space Mm -hmm. but she's also like oh these guys are some tasty treats like (laughs) they're pretty cute Mm -hmm. all muscly and mountain (laughs) many Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have one guy who's blonde and super buff, you know, kind of preppy looking. Like a surfer. Like a surfer. Mm-hmm. Then the second guy is like covered in tattoos, like full sleeves. He had some like longer hair, kind of like a rock and roll vibe. And she's like, ooh. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. (laughs) And they introduce themselves. So the blonde, his name is Pierce. And the tattooed guy, his name is Jax. Mm -hmm. You know, nice to meet you. I'm Joe. And then she's she's like, yeah, I'm just camping for a few days out here alone. (laughs) And they're like, what? She's like, why did I say that? Like, why did I tell these two strange men that I'm here by myself? Right. No one knows I'm here. And she offers to get them a cup of instant coffee, which is gross, but right. that's all she can offer out here <laughs> in the woods. She pours the coffee, and as she's going to hand it to them, she slips in the mud and lands on the ground. And when she tries to get up, she can tell and they can tell that her ankle has been injured. Little sprain. Little sprain. They make it sound like her foot has been amputated. Right, it's clean off her body. (laughs) (laughs) What will she do? (laughs) They're like, what are we going to do? We can't just leave her here. She's got no feet. Like, (laughs) just 
sounds like this is the worst injury to ever occur. There's no way she would ever make it around back to the car. The only option basically is that they're going to have to help her back to their house. I mean, that is the only option. The only option. I mean, not back to her car. They discuss, you know, can we help back to her car? But then they're like, well, oh, it's, it's so her far. right foot. She can't drive with her left foot. Oh, no. And her, again, her foot might as well be clean off her body. Right. So it's just not possible. So the only option. Logic is sound. <laughs> is to basically carry her back to their house. Mm-hmm. She does agree. They're like, it's not that far. We'll help you there. And when you're feeling better, we can take you back to your car. Oh, so nice. Very nice. And Pierce volunteers to like help her. Oh, yeah. Walk. Pierce is shirtless Mm -hmm. glistening like I'll carry you Mm -hmm. and she's like okay Okay. (laughs) before they go they do have to kind of pack up all of her stuff right she's laid out this whole campsite (laughs) so they have to help her get it all together Mm -hmm. and so the two of them are in her tent kind of like grabbing her things and putting them in the bag and then Jax is like oh hey Pierce don't forget this and she looks over and he's holding her vibrator Mm -hmm. to him and they're like smirking also (laughs) why would you bring that Like, I just... She had a lot of alone time. I get that. But that should be, like, with your thoughts. Like, you need to be with your thoughts. (laughs) If her friend had gone, right? They would probably share a tent, correct? Mm -hmm. She brought a dildo. (laughs) You're right. You're just going to do that? That's kind of rude, just while your friend's right there. (laughs) Diddle it away. (laughs) Go on. So after they get her all packed up... (laughs) Just can't imagine bringing one. (laughs) Well, you never know. Uh, Pierce kind of grabs her and like puts her arm over his shoulder and kind of helps get her to a groove of like hobbling through the woods back to the house. The whole time he's just like loving that she's pressed up against him, checking out her nipples through her shirt. Like Jax is walking behind them carrying all of her stuff. And loving it because he gets to check out her booty Booty. in those teeny tiny shorts Mm -hmm. as she's walking ahead of him. Because she's wearing what you should be wearing when you're camping. (laughs) (laughs) Just ass cheeks hanging full out. (laughs) And they're both walking her. Like, well, Pierce is walking her and then he's and Jax is behind her. They're both at the same time fantasizing about her. (laughs) And she's just like, ugh, hobbling (laughs) back to the house. But she did find them attractive. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And when they get back to the house that the two of them are at, the front door opens and a third guy comes out and he's like, oh, like you guys are back. And then he stops when he sees that somebody else is with them yes. because they have a very strict rule about not having house guests. Mm-hmm. And Reed is like, no way. Right. We don't bring people to the cabin. What are you guys doing? And they're like, well, she was injured. We couldn't leave her. We had to bring her. It's fine. They take her back to the bedroom, Pierce's bedroom, kind of get her some ice and get her set up. Which I thought the ice thing was funny because they're like, we can't just spare ice. Because <laughs> they essentially live off the grid, so they have like no electricity or anything. And but so... here's the thing, like, <laughs> we can't spare the ice. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Either you have an ice maker or, or you, you don't. don't. It's not like you make it in advance yeah. for the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you storing it if you truly don't have electricity? <laughs> It's hot there. Like, I don't... Not the ice. Like, if if you didn't have an ice maker to make it... Right. If you had just brought it back, it would be water. Like, it doesn't keep. So, like, if they have it, It there's obviously an ice maker generating it. So, yeah, they made a big deal, like, ice. You're just giving it to this hobo. It's like, come on. Joe is now alone in the room, and she's like in her head about this which she should be honestly she's like how long am I going to be stuck here she's never had a sprained ankle like how long is she gonna have to take to heal not that long right (laughs) and she's alone with four strange men yes four men so we've met three of them she Mm -hmm. knows there's four she did ask that right but we have not met the fourth yet she's laying there she's you know feeling tired she's honestly had a long day Mm -hmm. and she starts to undress And then when she's undressing, she sees a wooden box under the bed. Time to get Snoopy. And she gets Snoopy. She opens it up and it's like a whole box with different size dildos and like a giant bottle of lube. And an anal porn magazine. She's like, who would have thought Pierce was a dirty dog? Because she's staying in Pierce's room. She's in Pierce's room. And so she closes the lid of the box, puts it back. But then she's now like in the mood. She's like, I liked what I saw. She's like, where's my vibrator? 
(laughs) I know. And it says that she starts to, you know, get busy with herself. Mm -hmm. And it says she found her clit, rubbed a few quick circles and exploded. Exploded. I mean, efficiency at its finest. I mean, yeah. I mean, just a couple seconds. A lot of practice, uh uh-huh. And she was like, it didn't hurt that. I was fantasizing about Pierce, you know, sliding his pants down. She was fantasizing about all three of them at the same time. So Uh she had, like, Pierce's body, and Mm -hmm. then she had Jack's, you know, between her legs. And then even Reed was, like, in the picture, doing (laughs) some rubbing. Oh my god. <laughs> and then Pierce was the one who like got down to business and she was like, what a fantasy. Whoa. That's probably why it only took a couple seconds. True. <laughs> With three people, I mean I know. just quick <laughs> quick. Rub rub. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And so as she's finding some new like underwear and some new clothes, <laughs> the bedroom door flies open and she's terrified and it's Reed. Because she's half naked. Yes. She's, I think she's fully naked. Uh-huh. And she was like, um, I'm getting dressed in here. And he's like, oh yeah, we aren't very modest around here. So she just drops the shirt. So she's like, she's all like, right. Oh, okay. She goes, two can play that game. Mm-hmm. Like it's punishment for him to <laughs> see know. her naked. And so she drops the shirt, standing there naked in front of him. And he, you know, apologizes for being difficult because he was super rude to her when she got there right basically being like you shouldn't have brought her here we can't have her here and he tells her you know i have to admit something to you and he says i think one of the reasons that i was so mad when i saw that you were here is because you were so beautiful and he thought that the guys would have you for themselves and she confesses that she fantasized about all three of them oh and she hasn't been able to stop thinking about how long it's been since she's been with a guy. Here we go. He takes a risk here. Reed takes a risk and he starts to run a hand up her thigh and she's like, ooh, this is what I was looking for. And then he, you know, shimmies her pants down her curvy legs and then just buries his face right up in there. Just gets all up in there. Inhaling her scent. <laughs> yep, that's what it said. <laughs> for some reason that line grosses me out. <laughs> I think of Beautiful Bastard where he like lifts her panties up and he's like I know I'm like come on (laughs) but he is just licking all up in there and she comes pretty quickly I mean I could honestly do away with glorifying what it's like down there like it's not fruit salad it's not a a bouquet of roses you know it is straight up downstairs (laughs) downstairs <laughs> it's not a watermelon it's not Mm-mm. could you imagine if men were reading these they'd be like oh is that how it's like down there <laughs> they're like interesting and then they like have an experience they're like nope not even close <laughs> and while they're laying there after they hear a noise outside it spooks reed and the guys that you can't see out there and she's like what is it and he goes wait here he opens up this closet door puts her in there <laughs> Gives her a flashlight, but says, do not turn it on. And then closes the door with her in there. Nothing to be worried about. (laughs) That's alarming. Uh Uh-huh. She's in there and she does turn the flashlight on. Yeah. Which was the wrong. She doesn't actually. She turns her cell phone light on, Mm -hmm. which is like she assumes would be a smaller. Because she was getting bored in there. (laughs) It had been a while and she's nervous. Okay. (laughs) And then the door quickly opens and she is immediately scolded and yelled at. This is by a guy she has not met yet. Guy number four. Guy number four. And this is Blaze. 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 Mm -hmm. He is taller, a bit bigger. Mm -hmm. Bald. Bald. Little Mm -hmm. tattoos on the side of his neck. Mm -hmm. Very intense. Yes. And he is yelling at her like, you were told not to turn the light on. Dummy. (laughs) Right. And he goes, you put all of our lives at danger. And he goes, we need to know that the next time we make a request of you, like get in the closet and remain silent, that you'll comply with our wishes. Right. Which, oof, harsh. I feel like at that point, she should really be questioning her decisions. Like, where am I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we do learn that Blaze is a former hitman, as is Pierce. (laughs) Uh-huh. Pierce and Blaze were former hitmen. So they have a unique skill set. Uh-huh. I don't killing. think killing. <laughs> I don't think she knows this yet. No. But we do. We do. Because we're the readers. <laughs> we have a special inside scoop I- <laughs> into the book. <laughs> So later that day, she's kind of wandering around the property a little bit on her bum leg, just like Mm -hmm. seeing what's going on outside. I think because the bathroom is outside. I get that. But also she's just like walking around and I'm like, you made it sound like your leg was falling off (laughs) and you're just like, I'm going to go take a walk. I know. (laughs) 
she's taking a walk and she goes around the other side of the house outside mm-hmm. and she's like oh that's where they bathe there's this giant tub that's being warmed by a wood fire right because we've jumped back in time <laughs> <laughs> we are now doing a historical romance <laughs> And in the tub, she sees Pierce and Jax kind of (laughs) lathering themselves up. They're taking a bath together. And she's like, I have never seen two guys bathe together, but I could watch them rub themselves like this (laughs) in soap for hours. (laughs) And then she sees Jax get out of the water, just Mm -hmm. like dripping wet. Yes. Turns around just like a giant dong. Just slapping against his leg. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> waving around down yeah. there. And then she sees Pierce get out next. Mm-hmm. And this made me laugh because it said, uh, he stepped over the wall of the tub, <laughs> cupping his balls so they didn't smash against the tub's edge. Right. And I just imagined. <laughs> just like, ooh. <laughs> like, they're so, <laughs> hanging so low. They're just, like, I know that's not They're just the size here. of our head. <laughs> I just imagined them just like really hanging low. They can just slap onto anything at any time. He needs like a bra for him, you know? Just Keep him up. him up. Keep him up. So Jax had gone inside and she comes over to the tub and it's just her and Pierce and she kind of like puts her hand in the tub and she's like, oh. No boundaries I, with this girl. <laughs> can I take a bath too? And he's like, uh-huh. I think he undresses her and she just like gets into the tub. He leaves her mm-hmm. and then comes back to check on her because it turns out she's been in there for a while. There's a 15 minute rule. And there's a 15 minute five i don't remember there's a time limit on how long you can be in the tub because they have to chop the wood to put it in the wood fire and and they share and they share the bath water they share the bath water (laughs) ew if you if there's Ew. Like, I can't. So, she had gone past whatever their time limit was that they did not communicate to her. Uh And so, Pierce comes back out to check on her, and she feels bad because she just didn't know. And so, he kind of helps her out, gets her a towel, you know, takes her, like, around the house to the front, I think, to the porch. Yeah, like, the dark corner of the The porch. The dark corner of the Mm -hmm. porch. And once they're alone, he's like... I have no more restraint. I've wanted her since the moment I saw her. Mm-hmm. And so with, he's like could not help himself. Just like immediately like slips his hand down her back until he can just grab a piece of that ass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then immediately just like feels around front, starts mm-hmm. doing some diddling. And she is very um, vocal. Very vocal. Loves that dirty talk. She loves dirty talk. She is just like, yeah, do it like that. He's like, oh, you like that, baby? <laughs> The funny part was, are you a bad little mountain girl? Are you a bad little mountain girl? <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm a bad little mountain girl. <laughs> and they are like really going for the dirty talk together here. Yes. And they're outside and the other dudes are outside too around the corner. Yeah, they went to go jump in the, the tub. The tub to yeah, do to some wash each other. lathering up. And she just like immediately comes like she is. Just another orgasm, one after another. I know. And then he's just like, well, we need to get your foot elevated. Because this is her third one. Is it? She did the one by herself. Yeah. And the one with Reed. Yep. And now Pierce. I think that she also had some time to herself, like on the rocks at the campsite. Oh, you're right. But we won't count that. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is like third one in the house. Mm-hmm. And when she's finally having a moment to herself, she's like, what is happening to me? Like, this is so out of character for me. Mm-hmm. I would have never thought that I would find myself in the situation or be doing the things that I'm doing. Really? But she's, she like. She seems comfortable. She does seem comfortable <laughs> because she likes, she's into it. Yeah. And it's working out for her so far. Like mm-hmm. the two she's been with yeah. have done a good job. Mm-hmm. So I think the more she gets a taste, the more she's like all in wanting some more. Later that night, they're kind of hanging out in the main common area. Blaze comes through the door <laughs> naked, still Start wet naked. from the tub. Uh-huh. Just they're very comfortable very. with nudity. Yes. And she's just like shocked by his cock. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> She said it was like fat and thick. She she said his dick was long and fat really really fat like the size of my arm like your forearm mm-hmm. <laughs> look at that how big that would be <laughs> like take a minute and look at your own forearm right like elbow to fist and i mean that is hanging between his legs he's gonna have some hip problems you know carrying that sucker around <laughs> he has a bad back yeah he's just like oof. 
since he has come in, she apologizes for taking so long in the tub. Like she didn't realize that there was a time limit. Right. And he's so rude. He's like, well, maybe you could think of someone other than yourself. And she's mm. like, why don't you just get off my back? Which is super ballsy for a guest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Blaze says, go to your room. Like a child. Which she did not handle that well. I would not have handled it well. I think she threw a book at him. Yes. And it hit him on the foot. Mm-hmm. And he's still naked, right? I think he is still naked, hop, <laughs> hopping around on one foot. Oh, God. Like an elephant trunk. <laughs> and after that, I mean, she's in the room by herself, like, feeling bad about the whole thing. And Jax comes in to make sure she's doing okay. And she just is like, do you guys all hate me? Like, I feel bad about how this is going. And he goes, nobody hates you, not even Blaze. You know, he's just being difficult, but we all do really like you. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, want me to show you how much? Oh, here we go again. Here we go again. (laughs) And so he gives her a kiss and then he flips her onto her stomach, Mm -hmm. pulls her to her knees, is careful about her ankle because it's still swollen. So sweet. (laughs) So thoughtful. And he's, but the thing about this is I feel like Jax has come off very friendly and like jokey almost. Yeah. He was described as the sensitive one. And in the bedroom, he is very commanding. No, he's wanting that ass. He's wanting that ass for real. So he's like, head down. He's got plans because he is clearly an ass man. That is right. what comes through in this scene. But I don't think he's the only one. No, I because mean, we had the box of... Yeah, Pierce had a whole box of anal stuff. I know, but Jax is the one who he's really that delivers. First. He mm-hmm. is going for it. Mm-hmm. And so he starts to kind of get her relaxed, get her mm. loosened up. And it becomes clear that this is her first time doing some butt stuff. <laughs> doing some butt stuff. Doing some butt stuff. It's her first time. Mm-hmm. And she even is like, whoa, whoa. Like, what you doing back there? <laughs> and he still is just like, didn't I tell you to keep your head down? Which I just feel like didn't match his personality. Like, cool, cool, cool. But still, I kind of need to know what you're doing back there. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, if you don't listen, you will be punished. Oh. And she's like, what the hell is going on back there? <laughs> and then she obviously probably has an idea of what's coming. Right. But before she can like really figure it out, he just sticks his thumb up there to the knuckle. <laughs> yep. He... Just going for it. And getting it going, I guess. <laughs> And then it did say, like, the phrase, I raided her ass. I raided? Raided. Just felt a little violent to me. No one wants their ass raided. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> that just, just like, sounds super aggressive and painful. Like, first time ass raider. <laughs> just brutal. But he, like, warms her up to it, and she, <laughs> she starts to like it. Well, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, does. it's her first time, it's but her first time. he it's not his first time. He knows what uh, he's doing. I don't think it's any of their first time <laughs> with some ass play. <laughs> and then he enters into the booty region. And so clinical. She's like, <laughs> she, he's like, have you ever done this, baby? been fucked in the butt and Mm -hmm. she's like no and i don't think i'd like it it feels weird right and he's like well how do you know you don't like it if you haven't done it before and then she starts to like it a lot she Mm -hmm. is super into it he's doing some good stuff to her Mm -hmm. and that's all she needed there she goes made it back to the station (laughs) (laughs) if they were in train i just don't feel like this is like an accurate depiction of a first time booty experience It's not like, oh, it's like, whoa, (laughs) I don't like that. Get it away from my butt. (laughs) It's not like three seconds of, oh, uncomfortable squirm, squirm. And then just like, oh, my God, why haven't I done this sooner? (laughs) I also feel like this is a thing that you would have a conversation about before you just like surprise upon your partner. And also just putting your thumb in someone's butt. It's just like... (laughs) I don't know. It's just... mm. Doesn't do it for you? Mm. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, that ends. They are both satisfied. Uh They both loved it. That's number three. Reed, Pierce, Jax. Yep. The next day, two of the four have gone into town and the other two have left to go chop some wood. Because that's all they do. (laughs) Chopping wood. (laughs) So she finds herself alone. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you... She's had a lot of sex the past 24 hours, so she's like constantly horny now. So uh-huh. she's alone and like starts to feel herself up. And then she goes outside and hears voices. So she mm-hmm. he- 
hears the two who are chopping wood and it's Jackson Reed. And she made a joke that she had a Pavlov's dog reaction. Like she hears their voice and she gets wet. Wow. <laughs> Thought that was a good line. <laughs> and when she could, she finally, like she follows the sound of their voices and she sees them shirtless, sweating, mm-hmm. chopping up trees, which honestly is like probably a sight to see. Right. I think if I came across that, I would just like look at them through like some trees for a little yes. while and be like, mm-hmm. that's like a whole lumberjack situation nice. yeah. that I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I'm like not against it. She overhears them talking and they're like, man, she's really something, isn't she? <laughs> she's so hot. I mm-hmm. like it. She's feisty. And then Reed is like, look, like, are you cool with what she and I got up to? And he's like, as long as you're cool with what her and I got up to, too. Hey, <laughs> with your brother. <laughs> And they have that like little shared moment of like, I'm cool with it if you're cool with it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we're cool with it. But really who they should be asking is her. <laughs> is her. Are you cool with it? And she finally, she like shows herself. She comes out of the bushes she's been hiding in and hey she's guys. like, hey. <laughs> Which is the third time now she's done this. What? She just is like, is hiding. Watching them be. Watching them or listening because she did it at the campsite. You're right. And then the, the bath. And then the bath and now this. The chopping wood. Mm-hmm. They must just be some sexy men you can't help but look. They're like, well, we're we're chopping wood for your bath tonight, so why don't you do something for us? And she's like, oh, well, what is it that you want? <laughs> what Girl, do you, you think know. they want? <laughs> and he's like, why don't you come over here and kiss me, baby? And so she makes her way over to Jax. Jax looks past her at Reed to be like, you in for this? We doing this? Yeah. And Reed's like, we're doing it. <laughs> Ready to get straight. dirty? I gotta get this straight. <laughs> I mean, we are approaching NC-17 level <laughs> description right now. You guys, we're about to really cross the line yeah, here. We've never been over this line before. <laughs> I would say we've we've held steady at, you know, PG-13 to R. We're straight up triple X right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> so she goes over to Jax and kind of like starts to kiss him and he's kind of pulling her hair off her neck. He reaches around. So I think she has her back to his front mm-hmm. and he's reaching around, you know, puts his hands down her shorts, starts feeling around. And then he goes, hey, come sit over here and, you know, mm-hmm. leads her over to like a pile of wood that they'd been stacking. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortable personally. Helps her <laughs> sit down. Jax looks at Reed and is like, think this lady can handle two cocks at once. <laughs> Why don't you ask the lady? They do. <laughs> I'm kidding. He goes, what do you think, Joe? And she's like, oh, yes, please. <laughs> so they pull their pants down. They're mm-hmm. each holding their own dicks. Right. And she does not hesitate. She just like goes to one. I forget. She goes to one and then she's like holding the other. Okay. So yeah. this part cracked me up because she's sucking this one guy's dick. And that guy turns to the other and goes, holy shit, bro. <laughs> And I had like, I was like, this is a total frat boy moment where he's like, holy shit, bro, look at this. How cool is this? And so she moves from Jax over to Reed, Mm -hmm. takes him in her mouth, is into that. And then Reed is enjoying his moment. And then he opens his eyes and sees Jax is between her legs, taking her shorts off of her and then kind of burying himself in her legs. Mm -hmm. And Jax is like, yeah, baby, come for me in my mouth. (laughs) And then she kind of pushes him aside a little bit and she's like, is anyone going to fuck me? Because I've been fucked in the ass. (laughs) You've been up inside my stuff. Like, when am I going to get inside my stuff? (laughs) And she's like, when is someone going to... She just wants a traditional bang. (laughs) She wants a traditional bang and she's like, who's going to give it to me here? And he's like, you're going to get two this time. Oh. Oh, man. Jax pulls her up so she's standing turns her away from him and bends her forward so she's like ass towards him and then Reed comes behind her. This is like, I'm trying to like really- We're trying to think the logistics trying here. To think mm-hmm. the logistics out. So Reed comes behind her, gives her the bang from behind mm-hmm. traditionally and then Jax <laughs> <Traditionally>. goes- <laughs> Nothing traditional about anything. Jax goes in front of her and she takes him into her mouth. Right. All while balancing on her one good it foot. It reminds me of like those Chinese finger- <laughs> Finger handcuffs? Yeah. (laughs) Chinese finger handcuffs. I just, she's on one foot. She's on one foot, Uh holding onto some logs for balance, getting Mm -hmm. banged from behind, 
and bang from the bang front. from the front. Mm-hmm. And it even says, I think Reed says we double teamed her brutally mm-hmm. until I pulled out and came all over her back just in time to see Jack's cream all over her face. They kind of step back, holding their dicks, mm-hmm. and it says they Super watched proud her of themselves, yeah. limp, bent, open, and covered in cum. Right. What a sight. Yeah, For them, yes, for sure. <laughs> for me, I'd be like, you guys got a warm towel? <laughs> And here's the thing. You can't just take a shower no, willy-nilly. No, it's not like, here. It's like a special activity. So that comes staying on her for a while. So now it has to turn into like a lotion. Yeah, ew. <laughs> you can't just wipe it off in this place. You can't be like... Mm. <laughs> like it's oh, just on her. Right. And then from her perspective, she says, after Jackson Reed had turned me into their cum slut, which I was oh, like, don't call yourself that Don't girl. do that. <laughs> don't. Oh, you're <laughs> and it, she said and painted me in their spunk I hate the word spunk I don't like that either mm-hmm. not a fan and it said she was immobile bent over a pile of wood scraped and splintered by the rough bark scratches on her knees chest and hands but she never felt better you know I, I, I disagree I'm sure there was other times she felt better <laughs> I feel like if that happened, like, in the comfort of, like, a house, bed, couch. Not with, like, splinters just poking out of my chest. Yeah. (laughs) But, hey, they all had a good time. Yeah. More power to them. Yep. It was all consensual. (laughs) That it was. So, that night, she starts to, like, I think get a little nosy. Kind of, what is this place? Mm -hmm. Who were these men? What are they doing here? And my advice to her would be, like, don't ask. Like, I'd be like, get out. Let's get out of here. <laughs> so she finds this hidden door in this closet. And when she goes in, she sees some weird stuff. So she sees like a huge cage mm-hmm. that's filled with weapons. And she also sees a bunch of computers. And she had thought there was like minimal electricity. So she's surprised to see computers. And she immediately. <laughs> yeah, so was I. <laughs> I know. In this like weird dungeon. Mm-hmm. So she tries to turn a computer on, but it needs a password. So she's like, shoot, what am I going to do? And then she feels like a hard tug on her hair. Mm-hmm. And she's like, shit. <laughs> and it is Blaze. And we haven't had a ton of interaction with Blaze at this point. No, we just know that he has a big dick and he's bald and he was pissed. And a former <laughs> man yes and very like tough yes so he drags her out of the what he calls the control room (laughs) back to pierce's room Uh pins her against the wall and starts to yell at her like why are you prying into our private lives why are you going through our things Mm -hmm. you've crossed a line and he's like you just won't quit will you and then he goes well i guess the only way to shut you up is like what jack said i want you over to the bed like he's gonna (laughs) punish her (laughs) I think I just have a weird thing about hate sex. <laughs> like sex is punishment. Yeah. I, I, I get a little uncomfortable whenever I read like an adult man spanking an adult woman sexually and she doesn't like it. <laughs> if she doesn't like it. Yeah. Because he starts to spank her and she's like telling him to stop. And he's like, it's time to teach you a lesson. And then he tells her to start to count them. <laughs> So he's like, that was one. And she's like, what? She's like, let me go, you psycho. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't hear you count them. Like, Jesus. And he smacked her on the ass until they hit 20. And he was hitting her hard. Yeah. So not only is her ankle swollen, her ass is swollen. And she's panting. Her ass has like a hamburger. Some welts. Yeah, for sure. And her face is damp with tears. She has been crying with her face pressed to the bed as he's been hitting her. This makes me uncomfortable. It's abuse. It's abuse. (laughs) But this happened also in, what's the popular one that turned into a movie? Fifty Shades? Yeah. Where they were like in his sex dungeon and he's like whipping her or something. But she agreed to that. She did. But it made me uncomfortable whenever he realized she was crying and she didn't say, I don't know. Like, I just, I just feel uncomfortable about. I think people need a safe word. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is a different situation, but I had the same like flashback moment of like the female crying after being sexually beaten. That whole Fifty Shades of Grey one though. I kept thinking, girl, you knew at this point he was a little 
Oh, yes. Right? And you volunteered to do this because apparently he's super into it. And it wasn't her first time in the room. No. She knew there was a safe word. Yeah, so she gets spanked. Then all of a sudden, like, this whole experience changed her mind. For some (laughs) reason, I know it's different, but this one, like, brought me back to that moment for some reason. Well, this one was against her will. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I forgot to mention, he did zip tie her to the bed, which is fairly aggressive. So after he realizes she's in tears, Mm -hmm. Blaze... He cuts her zip ties off and, you know, pulls her into his arms Mm -hmm. and scoops her up and takes her to his room. And then he undresses her, which probably didn't need to happen, and puts her in the bed. And then he's like, hey, I'm not the bastard you think I am. I'm like, really? (laughs) I feel like you kind of are. I feel like you are. You just hit her 20 times. 20 times until she was crying. Mm -hmm. And she was like, kind of, she was sobbing still, just like, you hate me. I know you hate me. At this point, she should hate him like I don't even care how you feel about me like you just spanked me against my will (laughs) I know but then they kind of have a moment in the dark as he's in bed with her and Mm -hmm. they're like having an eye contact moment and then he just like couldn't control it and just needed her that moment so he like threw the blankets to the floor took off his clothes and then it said he found her wet and ready just as he knew she'd be from the spanking which like let's be honest maybe a stretch yeah they don't know each other at all (laughs) Right. And then he puts her legs over his shoulders and kind of like lifts her off the bed a little bit. And she's like, not too fast. I've seen that massive cock. And he's like, oh, I've heard that so many times. Because again, this is this is the dick that's the, the size of your forearm. Right. Get ready, girl. And so he like pushes on it and she's like, more, I need more. And again, with the dirty talk with him too, she's like, your cock is so good. Keep going. And then pretty quickly, they both just explode. And then they're having kind of a quiet moment after. And she's like, so are you going to tell me about that secret closet room? Like, nah, bitch. And he like slaps her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. And all he says is, you know, I can't tell you about that room, but what I can tell you is that you can't leave now, which is terrifying. <laughs> and he goes, but you don't have to worry about your friends because they've been contacted. We contacted Pippa. We told them the situation. And she's like, you've got to be kidding. Like, you can't do this to me. I have a job. I need to get back. And he's like, the job is not a worry. Pippa's going to quit for you. <laughs> And then he goes, Joe, what you need to know is that keeping you here with us is what's keeping you alive. Now that you know us, or at least a little bit about us, your life is in grave danger. And he goes, and interestingly, your friend was very thankful that we were keeping you safe. I think Pippa's a shitty friend. (laughs) (laughs) And if some guy called me and said, we got your girl, Kristen. (laughs) Don't worry, she good, but we're going to need you to quit for her at her job. And she won't be back. Yeah, I'd be like... Hold on. Who are you again? <laughs> Can I have proof of life? <laughs> Pippa's just like, hey. <laughs> but it sounds like Pippa and Joe have some secrets of their own. Mm-hmm. They are also in danger. So Pippa told them when they called her to be like, your friend's not coming back. <laughs> Pippa said that they are in danger because they had this situation with a client at their bar strip joint where they ended up taking some like a big pile of drugs and throwing it over a bridge. And now the drug dealer was trying to track them down and kill them. Right. He wants his money back, man. So that was actually why they decided to go camping was to like hide for a while. Right. So they were like. Well, we know these people are after you. Normal day-to-day things. <laughs> Normal things. So they're like, well, you're in danger. We have to protect you. You have to stay here with us. Right. And they're like, you're essentially one of us now. Like, you got to live off the grid for the rest of your life. Right. <laughs> this is this is the option. And so she, she leaves Blaze's room and she goes out to the open area where the other three guys are because they all know this information already. And they knew that Blaze was going to tell her. They're telling her, like, there's another reason we want you to stay. And they're like, this is going to sound stupid, but... But we've all grown attached to you and we care about you. In the last 24 hours. And they're like, we want you here so you can get to know us better and you can see how we feel about you, all of us. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we like you a lot. We, we, all of us. We like you. And it would be nice Mm -hmm. if you stayed willingly (laughs) to see where things could go with us. Again, he's like, 
all of us. And she's like, I don't get it. All of you? It's a little overwhelming for her. So she leaves to go to the restroom. And then when she comes back, she is surprised because she walks in and three of the men, Reed, Pierce, and Jax, are standing there, lined up, (laughs) naked, waiting for her. Oh my God. And Pierce walks over, takes her by the hand, and is like, we're going to show you how we feel about you. Right. So now she gets to live out that initial fantasy she had. She Mm -hmm. had that initial fantasy with the three of them. And so Pierce... (laughs) Way to bring the story back. I know. Full circle, everybody. (laughs) Pierce takes her to the sofa. Mm Mm-hmm. And they all remove her sweatshirt together. Three pairs of hands. Take six hands for one sweatshirt. And then Jack. It was comfy. (laughs) And then Jack pushes her down on the sofa where he quickly gets to work, Mm -hmm. just all up in her business. Right. And then Reed goes next to her, kneeling, and puts his dick in her mouth. And then Reed and Jack end up standing up on each side of her and pulling one of her legs back each like stirrups (laughs) right and then pierce pierces it to her (laughs) good one did you like that i like that (laughs) i was gonna go with plunge but i felt like i had to do it and so she's like held in place two guys gripping her legs Mm -hmm. one thrusting in that was it for her like fantasy met yep right after they finish blaze kind of walks in like chuckling is well, like, well, well. what do we have here <laughs> and they're like dude we didn't think you'd ever get here come on over <laughs> oh my God. and then they're like we've been showing her the benefits of staying mm-hmm. blaze is like and what's the verdict she goes i'm gonna stick around i want to say blaze takes his turn and then she makes a comment of just like all four of them there like, I don't see how I could ever choose one of you and hurt the others. Like, right. I just can't ever pick. And then later, the four guys are together, and one of them is like, how is she doing? Uh-huh. Can you tell? Like, is she going to stay? Is she going to leave? They're like, well, she did mention that she's not sure how she could choose between us. And they're kind of like, well, she doesn't have to choose. Right, because I thought that's what they originally said. Like, we want you to stay. Yeah, I think they were just waiting for her to catch on. Like, they had already oh. discussed it, but it must have not been clear to her that she would have to they choose. could make okay. this arrangement work. And so that day, they end up going into town. It's her first time in town, so she's excited to do some shopping, get some things that she needs. And then she's off by herself shopping when a, a man she does not recognize is like, Joe, he tries to essentially kill kidnap her right the guys notice that a strange man is trying to take their girl and not so, on our watch not on our watch so they all run up grab him beat him within an inch of his life <laughs> tie up his arms and legs throw him in the truck and drive off oh my gosh and they're like who sent you uh-huh they're like he's like well this guy hired me to find her and bring her back and they're like well we're gonna let you live but tell your boss this it's just like don't mess with our girl it'll be hell to pay <laughs> He's like, yo, can't promise. (laughs) And so after that whole order, they let the poor guy go. A poor guy. He was a killer. Whatever. (laughs) They let that loser go. And it's the four guys and Joe in the car going back to the cabin. Uh And Pierce turns around and is like, hey, like, since we're all together, we wanted to discuss something with you. (laughs) Back to business. Back to business. She's like, yeah, what's up? (laughs) And he's like, we know you felt some pressure to choose between us, but we don't want you to choose. And she's like, well, what does that mean? And they're like, you can have all of us. We would Mm -hmm. all be your companions. We'd all be your lovers. Like this would be a unique arrangement where you wouldn't have to choose. And we're all willing to share you basically. And she's like, oh my God, thank God. Like (laughs) I could never pick. I love you all. You've done so much for me. Saved my life. She's crying. She had a sprained ankle. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a light sprain, you guys. And they're like, no pressure. You can think about it. We don't need an answer right now. But she's like, nope, I can give you an answer. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in. And then they get home. She takes them all into her bedroom because Pierce gave up his room for her so she could have her own space. Pierce was the I'm nice one. I'm surprised they don't just build like a huge bed for all of them to be in. <laughs> <laughs> but she takes them all back. I think she sits them all down or they're like lined up. Mm-hmm. And I think she gives them each a blowjob. Like I think she strips down into some uh-huh. lacy underwear right because she brought that Mm -hmm. yeah so she starts to like suck them all off individually they'll all get their time Mm -hmm. and then they're like let's get down to business so reed starts and he gets on the bed and he's like come here baby and she's like how do you want me and this made me laugh because he reed goes jacks hand me a condom (laughs) like i love this teamwork (laughs) 
<laughs> this teamwork is unmatched. Like they're so supportive. It's <laughs> so great to see. And then he just like starts to, you know, give her that good D. Uh-huh. And then she climbs off of Reed. Jax hands her some water, which is again, got to stay hydrated. Got to stay hydrated. <laughs> And then Jax has her lie down on her back and puts her legs over his shoulders. At the same time, Blaze, who's just been like fisting himself this whole time, shoots his load into her mouth. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of sucks an old Blaze in there while Jax starts really going for it. Actually, Jax goes to Blaze. Do you think she's ready for me? And Blaze is like, yeah, get in there. And then I think they're like all coming at the same time. Like there's just like what timing? I mean, <sighs> jizz everywhere. Yeah. Jizz Someone's got to wash those sheets. But <laughs> they all have like a unified moment, and they're all just like, "Wow, that was really something." And that's the book. There is a, there is an epilogue. <laughs> I feel like that was so abrupt. <laughs> I don't end these very well. But there is an epilogue where they're all happy together and they do start to like increase the house amenities. Right. They, they build, incorporate some electricity, right? They put yeah. a bathroom inside. Mm-hmm. I think they do like a add on to make it bigger for them. And that's it. They love it out there. You know she's going to get pregnant. <laughs> At some point. But who is it? Who knows? It's all of theirs. I mean, they're a family. Oh. So I think the most unrealistic part for me, I didn't hate the book. Right. I'm going to say that. I think it was a good intro to this subgenre. I feel like it wasn't because we, we when we were looking for a book in this realm, mm-hmm. There were some with like 10 to 12 men and that seemed like a little bit That's much. That's a lot. So I felt like this was a good book to kind of break us in. Right. And I also read like a lot of these um, reverse harems. They, the topics seem really heavy, you know, like it's a lot of like triggers, I guess. Yeah. And so this one to me was like the least triggering in the sense of how that genre goes. And so, yeah, yeah I felt and it like was short. it was short. It was an easy plot to follow. Right. Um, it was sexy. Like mm-hmm. the scenes were really hot. Mm-hmm. Um, the most unrealistic part to me is that she was <laughs> camping alone. Like <laughs> I cannot get away from that. Right. She was a first time camper, uh-huh. female alone in the woods. So, and the only issue that I had, I mean, I definitely think that's a huge plot hole in itself, but I'm sorry. I don't want to share my bathwater with somebody. I don't want to, I don't want to bathe. And, and, you know, they made it sound like the two other guys were way dirtier than the first two guys, but I'm like, they're all like just chopping wood all day. I'm like, you're all dirty. Ugh. So the bathwater was like your the big ba- trigger. I was just like, that's where I draw the line. I can't, <laughs> bathwater. I can't share bathwater with you guys. Too. I mean, look, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. It's not my first trope of choice. I would like to know if there's other books out there in this category with like maybe just a little different. Like plot. Different plot. I felt like they really went to the extremes as far as like hiding from the world. Right. I mean, I know they like live on Savage Mountain. It's these mountain men escaping their prior lives. But I found it interesting that the five of them were all like, we had some issues. Let's hike into the woods forever. Right. But if you guys have read this, let us know what you thought. Mm-hmm. And we have looked at everyone's recommendations for other. Yeah. What's the really popular one? Hate by Tate James. Yes. It's the Madison Kate series. That's the one that's been most recommended to us. But Pro- Tate James, I think, those. yeah, Tate James seems like the one author that Keeps has a lot of up. series like this. Yeah, so maybe we'll branch into there and see how it goes. But what do you guys think? We branched out, right? We did, huh? Uh huh. Huh? Well, our next book is very <laughs> firmly in the box. <laughs> But a big one. Mm-hmm. Next episode, we're doing The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. Yes. Which is a big one. It's a big one because the movie's coming out. Yeah, and you've read this. I read this, and I did like it a lot. I have not read it. Oh. I can't believe I haven't read it yet, but... I'm a little shocked. I know. It's everywhere. So we'll see. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.